0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ultimate Imagineer Season 2. It's a new year and a new cast of Imagineers. Six new contestants going head-to-head, creating theme park attractions based on iconic pop culture references, fighting for your votes to win the grand prize of a $50 Disney gift card, and to be crowned the Ultimate Imagineer. It's time for the third and final battle round of the season. But first, congratulations to our first two Imagineers in the top three parker and jordan you two came up with fantastic and amazing concepts for your attractions and i can't wait to see what you two do in the finale i can't wait to see who of our third uh round people will go to the top three and see what they do in the finale and good luck to both of you tonight so if you are new to ultimate imagineer here's how it works i have six creative contestants from around north america competing for the title of this year's Ultimate Imagineer. Each Friday in January, two of the contestants are challenged to create a theme park attraction based on a pop culture reference. They have three days to finalize their concepts and present them to you, the listener, to judge. You then have five days to vote on who you think should move to the top three. Once we have our top three, they then present their concepts in the final challenge. For you to vote who becomes the Ultimate Imagineer, the power is in your hands, the listener. Let's meet this week's Imagineers. Coming from New England, you may know him as a Disney Internet as Disney Internet royalty, or you may know him from his podcast in the Queen's Throne Room. It's Timmy. Welcome.
1: Hello, it's me. I'm back. Your favorite bitch is back, Scott. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having now, me. So- I'm always happy to be on. <laughs>
0: now it's up to you to tell the audience more about yourself
1: oh my gosh um yeah (laughs) this is like getting asked like the interview question like well tell me about yourself and you're just like saying that like uh i don't exist (laughs) you know but (laughs) but but, hi um (laughs) i'm timmy um i'm 24 uh former disney cast member i best I, i believe that's probably like the biggest thing about me big into pop culture, hence why I have a podcast about pop culture, and this is my first time really ever doing something like this. I mean, I, I did an episode before, but, like, not anything just, like, off the cuff that, like, I had no control over. So this will be interesting. I'm excited.
0: I'm excited to have you here. Thank you for being on. Of course. Of course. And now we have coming from the Midwest in her first imaginary Contest... You may know her from her amazing cosplays. It's Lauren. Welcome.
2: Hi, Scott. How are we doing? Uh, I am
0: doing great. How are you?
2: You know, chilling. Chilling.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> now, why don't you tell the audience a little more about yourself?
2: Well, my name is Lauren. Uh, it's spelled much differently than you would imagine. Spelled L O R Y N. I know. Super crazy, right? Um, I'm 26 years old and yeah my biggest hobbies I'm a huge Disney fanatic now not so much like on the ride side I know shocking right I'm in the ultimate Imagineers what the hell nah I I appreciate the rides but I just love the Disney aesthetic I love the characters I love how it makes you feel like a kid And then, of course, as Scott said, I am an avid cosplayer. So I like to take costumes and dress up like somebody that is not me. And that is my favorite pastime. I love it. Also, I'm a big avid video gamer. And I'm just so thankful to be on this uh, Ultimate Imagineers. It's kind of a new change of pace for me. I'm kind of excited to see where this goes. And I've been excited to hear what the contestants have come up with so thank you so much for having me
0: and thank you for being a part of the competition come on cosplay queen
2: <laughs> hey, thanks to me
1: <laughs> from, a, from a fellow cosplay queen to another it is the bomb it's so fun it's expensive though. <laughs> great.
0: but this ain't ultimate imagineer's yeah, okay. best friend race.
1: oh <laughs> <Aww>, darn <laughs> I, I, I was being nice I was being a nice one
2: uh, everybody's Much nice efficient. at first Yep. <laughs> oh whoa whoa, cutthroat
0: <laughs> a, a reality podcast I gotta build the drama somehow we gotta get ratings anyway y'all didn't hear that um, <laughs> but thank you both for being here now let's battle this week, our Imagineers were challenged to create flat rides based on the classic musical Grease. Now, before I continue, I know not everybody knows what a flat ride is. A flat ride is any attraction that is not um, on a track. So, that would be things that would be anything that's not a roller coaster or uh, water flume attraction or dark ride. It would be things like. Uh, scramblers and tilt-a-whirls and uh, ferris wheels and carousels and uh, things of that nature or thrill rides like top spins or etc and so on so I wanted to get that out there but it is based, they have to create flat rides based on the classic musical Grease each contestant gets to pitch their concepts to you and then you vote on the Dyslexic Twitter or Instagram for who you think should take the last spot in our top three so let's get started, Jimmy Give the audience your pitch for a flat ride
1: based off the musical Grease. All right. So the name that I have, it's, it's probably like a name in progress, but I'm just going to stick with it. Um, it's called the Burger Palace Hop. Um, so the reason for the name. Um, so I was in the musical Grease, and so I know a bit about the differences between the musical and um the movie a lot of people probably know the movie which in the movie uh Danny Zuko and Knicky's gang is um the T-Birds but in the musical they're called the Burger Palace Boys which doesn't nearly sound as cool and they're really not as cool if you've ever seen the (laughs) musical um (laughs) the musical's way more um campy and kitschy it's not as uh kind of um I don't know like like kind of grungier and more realistic like the um the movie is i guess i mean maybe that's like kind of like a bad way but we're not talking about that but um the the reason they're called the burger palace boys is they hang around this place called the burger palace and so i thought that'd be a pretty cool spot to um set um a dark a dark ride in so per usual i kind of did like a whole write-up of this so um, we're gonna start with kind of the cue in the entrance so i kind of wanted to um dig into that 50s aesthetic that is kind of so like so well associated with greece like i feel like you think 50s in the era you meet your mind immediately goes to greece and the poodle skirts and the the leather jackets the hairstyles all of that so i kind of wanted to make a cue that kind of fits that while also paying homage to the movie and the musical so you kind of walk up and you see kind of, um, an old, like 50s drive-in where they're playing like those old, like cute little commercials on it and stuff, um, all of that. And there's like a sign that says like, now showing the Burger Palace hop or like so- something like that kind of introduced the ride. And It's kind of all done in like that 50s style, like, um, probably most recent memory for people, WandaVision. Um, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Don't listen to the haters. It is so good. Um but that kind of style would kind of be seen throughout the queue you see like because the drive ins kind of an important aspect of the movie so like you probably they'd um probably be playing um strand at the drive-in um out there um and then as you move through the queue you kind of get to see um the whole town from greece which i can't remember the name per se but you kind of throughout the movie you see like different locales in the town so you walk past um rydell high school and all of that you walk past like the garage where the t-birds um hang out in the movie and um then you see grace lightning and then you see the facade of um the burger palace which is kind of like your regular like 50s diner like very chrome aesthetic like very kind of um uh like soft edges it's very it kind of very sparkly it's very very 80s very much like a a jukebox and made into like a building type deal and so that's where you kind of enter into like the final aspect of the queue and in there um i would think um you would see like a lot of um memorabilia throughout um like t-bird's jackets maybe burger palace jackets um uh the pink ladies jackets all this stuff like obviously you see grease lightning because that's kind of like the icon of the movie and the musical as well is like this one car um would be like right out front all decked out and it's um uh lightning um bolts and all of that so that'd be cool like to walk into and um all the people working it would also be um dressed kind of um to fit kind of the diner aesthetic and they mostly be inside so and then that um kind of brings you on um, to the attraction so it kind of all works its way up to kind of put you in that 50s mindset with the music music from the movie music from the musical because they kind of mesh over the years because if you know anything about the history of the musical it's had many revivals many revisions many changes many new songs all of that so i kind of want to incorporate all of that to kind of give the legacy of greece since it goes much further than just the movie that we all know and love with living john and um john juolta so but this is basically what the ride is so i kind of was like hmm, what would be a really interesting ride to go with and to kind of um set it in like a really interesting spot so I like obviously went to my Disney attractions um, and I was like, okay, flat rides. So that eliminates all like kind of the E-tickets, maybe even like some D-tickets, all of that. And I kind of went to um, Luigi's Rollick and Roadsters um, from Cars Land, which is a trackless um, flat ride type of deal where um, you get into these cars and they dance um, to the music that's playing Um, it originally was a different ride before, but we don't talk about, um, that, um, but it's just, it's something that, like, you can really, like, work with. Like, trackless is, like, it can, it can be applied to almost anything and work in any way and just be such, like, an interesting experience and kind of meld itself with the theming, so obviously you go into this diner you'd walk through like these little because usually in like these 50s diners that you can find today like i know there's one that's not too far down the street from me they kind of have memorabilia up it's kind of just a nostalgia trip like that's kind of like the thing is like you would see kind of those special little um uh soda fountain like drinks and things like that um and then like little things on the wall did that just kind of like add to the nostalgia that that type of place um offers up and um so you go into the burger palace which um again references stage musical so it is like a locale and i mean it's even in the movie like very briefly and basically like the um you kind of um get escorted um in groups obviously into kind of um uh this kind of closed off room so you can't so it's an, a completely indoor. It's completely um uh indoor attraction. Like you, you cannot you you only see the facades, you can't see inside. And so like until um, they let you in when they open the doors to kind of this uh main area, basically the dining hall of the um of the Burger Palace. And what it is it, is it looks kind of like your regular uh uh diner of sorts with just like a ton of booths. Just a ton of booths. but the booths are the ride vehicles so you go in with a bunch of people and you're all set up to go into a different booth and um those booths just lock you in real nice and real nice and cozy like they have seat belts and all that good stuff um and what happens is there um is um a jukebox and there is um and every ride uh kind of to go with um luigi's Um, where every ride, like, it has, like, a different sequence and a different song that is played. So I kind of went through and, like, picked out some songs that would be good um, for this. So um, I was seeing, like, songs like Born to Hand Jive, Grease is the Word, um, You're the One That I Want, Grease Lightning. I also picked some songs that um, are from the stage musical that many people don't know, like Shaking at the High School Hop. That's, like, one of my absolute favorites. If you've never heard it, go listen to it. Those Magic Changes, which is... You hear it, um, an instrumental in the movie, but it's actually a full song and it's, it's just like really chill and like perfect for a ride that's kind of very slow moving, uh, slow, moving, moving, um, for, um, something like that to kind of move around. Um, we go together, be a dropout. And what would happen is when the ride starts, like one of these songs start playing, but also, um, a different effect in, um, the, so it'd be like a big arena style type place to kind of allow um, for movement and, like spinning and um, other things uh, excuse me um, and so what would happen was when each um, song um, would come on something kind of different what happen to the room in terms of the lighting so like say um, Beauty School Dropout came on, um, on I was thinking like that with most diners usually they have kind of like levels so they have like one level then a second and sometimes a third depending of like booths and on like one of those levels there there would be um screens and the screens would um change sometimes and one of them would be um you would see kind of the teen angel and like um also like a mirror ball would come down to kind of uh mimic um that type of aspect and then like if it did grease lightning then um it would probably be like more of like uh a red gel um light that that would come on and kind of um, give you kind of like a race car type of aspect and you could hear kind of as the song was playing as like cars going by outside um like you would kind of see them um through the windows uh what else did i have um shaking at the high school hop uh that one like you would um see kind of like dancing going on it'd be a bit more brighter and like maybe like it would, it would have um, some props like from you would see uh, at, a, at a high school dance like kind of like streamers and stuff would kind of come down and like they would disappear as well um, just like a, a few ideas so like every sequence would be a different one so it would kind of bring you back time and time again um, to go back to get a different song kind of like in lieu of um, attractions like Tower of Terror with its different sequences or um, Mission Breakout where each song gives you kind of a different sequen- sequence and different imagery as well um, and different effects of course um, and then the ride would end um, you would exit out the way you came in you would kind of um, go like a different way through um, the way you came in and then you just got like the whole Greece experience right there so that was kind of um, my idea that I had.
0: Thank you. I think that was a fantastic concept. Thank you. So now we're going (laughs) to... You're welcome. (laughs) So now we're going to head over to Lauren. Lauren, will you please present to the audience your pitch for a flat ride based off the musical Grease?
2: Yes. So my idea uh, I will start that I... I've seen the music, like the actual stage musical, like maybe once. So, my entire ideas are, I don't want to say strictly, but they really are like strictly based off of the movie because that is what I grew up on. That is what I watched all the time. Those were the, and of course, the songs can be the same, kind of like what Timmy was saying. But I definitely know way more about the movie than I do the actual stage musical. So, keep that in mind when hearing my pitch that it's very almost movie based and a little bit less of the stage musical but overall still the same so i had a very like simple name for mine because i imagine my flat ride outside so I had two different names, Um, however, the one that I kind of liked the most was um, the Summer Nights, so the Summer Nights ride, and it's kind of based around, like, the idea of, kind of like the Mad Tea Party ride, where, like, the cups spin, but then also, if anyone has been to... Um, Toy Story Land with the alien swinging ships and they like change they spin yet they change on a track mm-hmm. kind of thing um, I had that kind of concept in my brain so Summer Nights is the name of my concept and overall your cue line is kind of Funhouse inspired because you know at the end of the movie they go to the carnival and Danny and um, Sandy did sing in the Fun House, so it's not like the Fun House where there's junk just like everywhere, and it's like hard to walk. You know, it's very minimal, but it still accommodates for like children and long stand times, just in case. So you're gonna get like the slight rocking bridge effect. Or you're like going around pillars and like moving around things or you're standing in a hall of mirrors and you kind of get that effect of like the fun house that you see in the movie. While, of course, in the queue line and in the mainstream ride, you are hearing songs from the ever popular musical. Um, And of course, you're greeted by all of the ride assistants that are dressed accordingly to match the time period of like the 50s. But they're all wearing something different. They're not all wearing the same thing. So, for example, you might see a young lady in the pink lady jacket. But then the next young lady you see is one of the nerdy girls from school. And then same with the gentleman. It could be uh, someone in a letterman jacket. But then you could go to another guy and he's... All grungy up with his leather jacket, or he's dirty from working in the garage on his on the car. So every ride assistant is gonna be wearing something different, and you're not always gonna see the exact same thing at the exact same time. So as you're going through the queue line and you're listening to all of the music and whatnot, you're gonna get up to the ride itself. And you're going to see different cars that you can get in. And by car, I don't literally mean like the car you drive, but like the the thing you sit in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if there's actually a proper word for that. Yeah, like um, like,
0: like a, a ride vehicle mm-hmm. or a car
2: would work. Yeah, yeah, the ride vehicle. Thank you. So yeah, yeah you're you look and you see the ride vehicle. And again, they're all kind of different. So I some people have like a preference. So like for me, you know, on the Mad Tea Cup, it's the pink cup. So someone's going to have a specific preference to what ride vehicle they want. So you're going to have, like, the Grease Lightning car or a Pink Lady car. And then you're going to have some random kind of obscure things that are still kind of in the time period. So think of, like, all of the things that they use, like, you know, like kind of the hairspray or like the grease cans and things they put in their hair. So, like, think about those also as the ride vehicles as well as, like, Um, like a malt shop table, so like the booth kind of idea, and you get to spin it if you wanted. And so every ride vehicle will be different. You can have your preference on what you want there. And then as far as like the overall aesthetic above you, you kind of get that checkered disco look, and everything is all mirrored, and there's lights, and there's you know, flashing lights every now and then, not talking like there needs to be like an epilepsy warning, but just different change of the lights in depending on, again, kind of what song is playing. Uh, I don't think as far as this ride would be concerned that there's going to be a lot of the somewhat slower songs. Sure, um, I'm trying to think of like one of the more slower songs. So like Sandy's song that she sings, I wouldn't say that that's going to be as part of like the music of the ride. It's going to be something that's more fun and upbeat. And you're going to get a lot of those more pumped up songs that you're going to want to listen to when you're going through the queue and through the main line. Uh, and I believe that's really all I had. Um, I just always imagined I when I first thought about my idea, I, I literally thought of the song Summer Nights and it was just it was like a nice cool not too cool but like warmish night and the music is going there's beautiful lights and all of like the disco mirror type idea and then just a gentle breeze in your vehicle car with uh, on the outside of the theme park so that is my idea of a grease flat ride.
0: Thank you guys. Those were absolutely amazing and like it's it's so funny cuz that's not anything <laughs> I would have come up with personally. So like oh. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that ideas I came up with were going to be bad, and that's why I like, Usually um, I'm just going to sit this one out, honey. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's why I am the professionals involved? do this. Oh, God, yes. come on.
2: Right Timmy? Look, that,
0: <laughs> that's why every contestant is called an Imagineer because you guys put so much work into these concepts, and that's why you get crowned the ultimate Imagineer. But everybody is still an Imagineer when they're on this. Period. So it's just, it's so good. Like those were fantastic, you guys. Like I can, I can very clearly see and envision the 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 rides, and they both sound like a really really fun time. And honestly, I can see them both being like e tickets and a musical-centered or movie-centered park. So I love those. Thanks, God. Those Thanks. are fantastic. You're welcome. But thank you both for creating such amazing concepts for this season. I know I just kind of gushed about it, but like this is what I have right now. I'm going to say it this way. Um, but thank you both for creating those and they and putting so much work into it, because I know this was a really... Th- this, this was probably one of the Uh, All all the challenges were difficult, but I'd say this one was one of the more difficult challenges. So thank you guys for putting so much work into that. And uh, now it is time for you, the listeners. You have the power to send your favorite Imagineer this week to take the final spot in the top three. To do that, head to the Dyslexic Twitter page, at Scott021, or look up Dyslexic, and you can vote using the um, poll tweet in my pinned tweet. You may have to scroll down. It'll be the last tweet in that small thread that'll be pinned. Or you can use the SurveyMonkey link in the bio of my Instagram, which is dyslexic96 to make your voices, heard, your voices heard and send your favorite this week to the top three. Again, you can vote on Twitter at uh, on the dyslexic page, which is at scott021 or look up dyslexic on Twitter. And you can vote using the SurveyMonkey link in the bio of my Instagram, which is dyslexic96. Make sure you vote send your favorite to the top three. Good luck to both of my Imagineers, but before we go, let's find out where you guys can follow our Imagineers. Timmy, tell our audience where they can Alright,
1: so you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, um, even though I'm not really posting on there that much. Um, neither on Instagram, but that that's besides the point. Um... <laughs> Uh, and that, um, that handle would be um, Queen Timothy I and that is queen spelled K-W-E-E-N and then Timothy and then I like the Roman numeral except it's lowercase I know I probably just made way more confusing than it needs to be <laughs> but that's um, those are kind of my three main ones and then you also can um, look up uh, my I have my own podcast um, just came back off a big hiatus Um, So we're bigger and better than ever. And that is the In the Queen Storm Room podcast, which is very much an everything pop culture type podcast. Scott's been on it twice. Um, And it's just, it's a really fun, unfiltered, just grand old time. And um, you can find (laughs) all the information on that um, on Twitter at I. T K T R podcast. That's I T K T R podcast. So check all of that
2: out.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And then Lauren, will you let our audience know where they can find you? Yes,
2: I am on both Twitter and Instagram. I will be honest. I don't use my Twitter very often. I do check it on the occasions. Um, I do Instagram way more. Um, and you can find me there, uh, there are two different ones. So Twitter is Lilmergirl, L-I-L-M-E-R, girl, five. And then on Instagram, I'm just Girl. So L-I-L-M-E-R, girl. Um, and you can follow me there if you want to see what I'm working on as far as cosplay, if I'm playing any new games, or if I'm just messing around doing whatever the hell it is I do. Uh, but that is uh where you can find me and i have been also on another pot or not excuse me not another podcast another episode that scott did and it was involving the seasonal nighttime shows between what was it halloween and christmas right scott yes, yes. so go and check that out yes. and be sure to follow dyslexic i mean hello what are you doing with your life and then, of course, I'm going to shamelessly plug Timmy as well, even though I haven't listened. <laughs> Might go check it out myself, but go follow everybody here. Just do it. You're going to do them a favor. Lauren,
1: <laughs> <Lord>, you <laughs> angel.
0: Oh, thank you so much. That was fantastic. Look at her. She should just do the plugs for every episode from One. Yes. Oh, my That's God. My yeah. I'm a plug. <laughs> I'm going to have our weekly recording The pugs.
2: everybody. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so fun. Hey, what are you doing with your life? Go follow this person. What the hell?
1: I love that. I love that. Straight to the point. That's what we need.
2: Call me.
0: <laughs> uh, for any of your um, uh, podcasting announcement needs, call Lauren at blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
2: Please and thank you. Okay, bye.
0: Uh, but thank you all once again for joining us for this brand new season of Ultimate Imagineer. That was bad. Ultimate Imagineer. Don't forget to vote. Again, you can vote on my Twitter at Scott021 or on my Instagram at Dyslexic96. And we will see you all next week for the finale. <gasps> so vote your favorite into the top three here. Next week will be the finale. So get ready, y'all. The announcement of the uh challenge will be coming Friday so make sure you watch all my social medias for that and I will see you all next week bye, bye everybody
2: bye bye